Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down the block, Andrew Jump. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Nutty, welcome back, mate. How are we? G'day, brother. What's doing? Mate, I'm just uh, searching through these team lists at the moment. It's going to be absolute fucking carnage this weekend. Let's see how many times we get carnage in this podcast. I'm, I'm tipping maybe 50, 60 times. Oh, mate, I, I just had a quick glance over them. Obviously, I, I've got my Supercoach Grand Final this week in my draft comp, and fuck, it hasn't all gone to plan. It's not a total train wreck, but I've ser- I've got some serious moves on the, on the waiver to make. Mate, I wish I was with you. I wish we were going through these team lists with both of us in the grand final, but I got knocked out a few weeks ago. So, mate, it's 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 hard. Like I'd like to say, I, I you know, I'm lucky that I'm not in it with the sort of team lists that are out. But you know, championships, you got to be in it to win it. So, mate, let's uh, let's see if we can um, fix your team up and and get you a win. Mate, let's start off with the Thursday night game: Brisbane Broncos versus North Queensland Cowboys. For me, the biggest standout here is Payne Haas returns. Had a breather last week. I'm having a look at that bench. Corey Pakes, Ben Tell, Corey Oates, and Jamil Hopoade. He's got 80 minutes written on his forehead, doesn't he? He will play 80 100 fucking percent, and you can lock him down for 80-plus points. I think, mate, Stags at six, I think it's really exciting. I mean, if you're a Stags owner this week, I'd be all in on it. I mean, the more touches of the ball, the more results you're going to get out of Stags, surely. I totally agree. I think... Um Stags closer to the board just means that you know I know he does he does kick quite early and I'd like to see him be a more runner of the ball and I'm sure through the week um, having some practice with Deedon they've probably worked out that okay Katoni mate you know what you're here for just tuck it and run go hard and let Tom do all the playmaking and kicking for placement so um, if that's the case yeah I expect big things from Stags this weekend. 
The only one we are talking about, Payne Haas, before. The, the other one to watch, of course, the other front rower. I think Joe Alfein Gowie, he's one that if you're if you're looking for a second row or a front row forward that's on the waiver, I've said him for the last few weeks, he's one that's worth grabbing, I think. Of course, they've left Reese Kennedy on the extended bench. If he comes in, that's a bit of a worry for offer, but I really like him at the moment. The other guy that I really like, and I saw him play a bit of um, cup footy last year, Jordan Ricky. he starts this week. I don't think he'll play big minutes. I mean, considering that bench, so he could play 60 minutes. He's got a bit of X factor to him, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, runs a, a strong, hard line close to the uh, the goal line, and I'm sure Tom did, and we'll be trying to pick him up to get some points there. Another guy that I want to plug as well, Herbie Farnworth. I've loved what I've seen from him over the last uh, few weeks, and if you're searching for a CTW and you're desperate, um, look, the edges and the Cowboys are just atrocious, so there could be some points there for Herbie. I think, mate, also being the last week and the sort of season it's been, you almost have to throw form out the window for this game, don't you, just for the whole round? I mean, it's just anyone's games, each and every one of these. Like I said to you before we started, mate, this is a punter's paradise uh, because there's some value to be had in some of these underdogs. Let's jump over to the Cowboys side, mate. Uh, and I think it's all Tuolagi and Arcee still in the centres. The Hammers on the wing. Drinky at six. Clifford at seven. Um, Taumalolo still at 13. Yeah, mate, I, the one guy that I can't believe hasn't managed to get back into this side is Isan Masters. I mean, defensively, he's had his issues all year, but fuck, he brings a little bit of X factor. He's not even in the 21, I don't think. No, he's not. Mate, he, he must have eaten the, uh, the, the coach's lunch or something at some point. I... I reckon there's got to be something deeper in this, whether he's a he's a terrible trainer or you know he's late training or his attitude around training is not not good. There has to be something more um, in addition to his performances on the field that that's given him the the boot here. The other guy that's really impressed me for the Cowboys over the last few weeks has been on the bench, number 15, Tommy Gilbert. I mean, he's not going to play huge minutes this week. He's normally coming on for Gavin Cooper, but surely you'd think the Cowboys let Gavin Cooper start this week in his last game for the Cowboys, of course. But I think so, mate, yeah. When he has played Tom Gilbert, real points per minute player, I really like him. Yeah, look, um, yeah, like you said, it, points per minute's great, but it's just whether he gets the amount of minutes that's going to make him relevant this weekend. And oh, it's, it's hard to, like you said, Gavin Cooper will probably play 80 and, and Dunn will get a lot of minutes. Jason Todd Malolo will do his normal 65-plus minutes. So there's not many minutes to go around there for um, from old Tommy Gilbert. I think you've got to give him a miss this week for sure. Yeah, mate. It's hard to be giving a lot of blokes a miss this weekend, to be fair. Let's jump over to the Friday night game. 6 p.m. We see the Gold Coast Titans taking on the Newcastle Knights. Having a look at the Titans side here. Brian Kelly returns a massive in for them at the moment. AJ Brimson, he's just gone to another level the last few weeks, hasn't he? Fuck. Did you see him make that break? He has got some wheels on him, hasn't he? Jeez, he did well to catch the ball, too. Jesus, give him 10 metres um, start, he is fucking gone. And the blokes that were chasing him were no, were no slouches either. I just couldn't be- believe how quick he was. Mate, there's some handy blokes on this extended bench. I think you're going to have to wait uh, until kickoff to see this lineup. Corey Thompson, Philip Sammy, Nathan Peets. Sammy's one that I can't believe isn't in this side. I thought he was the best player in their team for the first six weeks of the season. Yeah, uh, look, I love Philip Sammy, and I love Corey Thompson as well. I think um, I think he should be in the side. So, look, Spry, Tonema, Pia getting the start there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's 
They've got a bit of depth in the backs here, the, the, the Titans, and all of them seem to be in, in really good form, which is good to see for the, the Gold Coast Titans. Be interesting, mate. Obviously, for the Queensland Maroons, we've seen Michael Morgan rule himself out. There's a heap of centres gone. They don't have many to start with. I think Philip Sammy could be a guy that could potentially put his hand up there. I'd love to see him get one more chance to run out this weekend. For the Newcastle Knights, obviously, a big in this week, Bradman Best. Um, do you think he'll return to the left side straight away? Yeah, 100%. Yep. He'll be playing left with Edric Lee, um, and that'll switch Tawala out to the right and Hunt will stay um, on the wing there. It's a big loss for Tawala if you've got him, especially the bloke I'm versing in the grand final this week. So cop that, you prick. Mason Lino uh, maintains his role at number six. I thought he was sensational last week. Yeah, look, the first couple of games, you know, you've got to find your feet. You've got to get used to the tempo of the game. Obviously, he's coming into a side and playing first-grade footy with it with no real warm-up to get into it. So, um, look, we know how good he is. I've got a massive hard-on for Mason. So, I knew he was going to be the type of player that you can put in his side and, um, you know, plug away with 50 to 55 every week, and that's what he's doing. Another bloke I'm really happy to see, another one in my draft team, Kurt Mann returns from his suspension, obviously playing hooker. They've got um, Chris Randall still on the bench, and I thought he was sensational last week. So I'd be expecting Kurt Mann to play a bit more of an extended role at lock this weekend. I think I think Chris Randall might come on a little bit earlier than what the hookers have previously there. What are your thoughts on that little play there? Yeah, 100%. That'll be the go. Um, he'll start at hooker, switch off to uh, play lock when Mitchell Barnett gets a rest or he comes in to the back row there. Either way, you're still getting bulk base points from Kurt Mann and in your CTW, that is fucking gold. Who do you like in that game? Mate, hard. Like I said, there's value here and the Titans are just riding on some some form here. They're full of confidence I think it'll be close, and I'll probably punt on the Titans just because that's where the value lies. There's going to be good value in them, and I'll be all over them as well. I like it. The late game Friday night, the biggest rivalry in rugby league, sees the South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the Chooks. For South Sydney, Dane Gagai returns at centre. Jackson Paulo on the wing still. Um, Jed Cartwright starts in the second row. He's a kid that I really like. I'm not sure if he'll play 80 minutes here. Obviously, as you said, there's no cup footy this year, so it's going to be a big ask for him to play 80 against the Roosters. All right, Sirenen, this is the sort of forward pack you and me were really worried about at the start of the year when South Sydney had a few injuries, weren't we? Yep, and they're going to get fucking pumped this weekend. Roosters have just been building week by week, so they come into the finals humming, and that's exactly what it looks like. Look at that forward pack. I mean, you've got JWH, Jake Fran, TKO, Boyd Cordner, Tupanua, Angus Crichton, then then that bench, bench to back it up. They are going to get cooked in the middle. Let's have a look at the Chooks. Obviously going for their third premiership in a row. They're just starting to flex their muscles now. Teddy's still at well, returns at fullback after having a breather last week. So fuck coming up against to get against Teddy after a break just quietly. Oh, mate, it's all over if you, your opponent's got Teddy. Oh, God, I couldn't think of anything worse. Orbo holds his spot at centre, the highest cap rooster of all time. What an achievement just quietly. How good. How good. And what a legend as well. So humble. He hated all the limelight that he was getting over the weekend, but yeah, yeah, big props to, to Orbo. What a champion. Made a really interesting move in their back row here. Obviously, Boyd Corden has returned, so Tupanua's jumped in the back row, and they've moved Angus Crichton to 13. I mean, before Angus got injured during the season, you would have said he was one of the best edge back rowers in the game at the start of the season. Really interesting to see them play him at lock. Yeah, um, it's it's a bit of a head-scratcher. Um, 
Although at the start of the season when they were playing Angus in the middle, that's uh, Trent Robinson was saying, yeah, I want Angus Crichton to get used to the middle just in case things like this happen where he had to, to be plugged into the, the 13 role. So there might be a bit of a rotation there. You know, Tupanel might get a rest and Crichton move to an edge or, you know, they might rest Boyd Cordner. Obviously, you know, he's got aging bones. So there could be a big rotation there in the 11, 12, 13. Mate, obviously, Sonny Bill Williams in Jersey 17. Um, he played a lot more minutes last week than personally I thought he ever would this year. He, he's starting to really warm into the task, isn't he? His offloading ability is almost second to none already. Um, every run he makes, he's getting ready for that nice offload, and it's always a pinpoint offload. And you can tell that blokes like, James Tedesco, Luke Carey are just going to be floating around him, waiting for, for him to pop up that ball. Um, yeah, it's a recipe for disaster for the South Sydney Rabbitohs here. Yeah, like, mate, he is a special type of player. I know everybody's all over his dick and it's been a massive hype, but really, at his age and the injuries that he sustained throughout his career to be playing like he played on the weekend, fucking amazing. Mate, I'm going to take the Roosters by 18 in that game. What's your tip? Yeah, I've got no time for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think they, they've been pretending the last few games, and the Bulldogs put them the sword last weekend. So, yeah, my Roosters get the win here, and they win easy. Let's move to Super Saturday, mate. We've got the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Penrith Panthers, and this game is going to be a little bit of carnage here. There, there's our first use of carnage. Fantastic. Fucking carnage. Carnage. Let's go to the Canterbury side, mate. Hopawade stays at fullback. Timmy Laffey in the centres. Ockenbore, how good's he been the last few weeks? Very good, and for some reason, if he's on waivers and you need a CTW, go get him. He's got great base, and they're, they're kicking to him a lot just because of his height. So, mate, he might even come down for some meat pie in this one. Mate, the other guy's been doing really well is their 5'8", Jake Avarillo. He's been How sensational. Good How good's this kid? He's fucking good. And, I, Jake, I see you, brother, because I'll be looking at you in my draft next year for sure. Uh, the other man that gets a spot in their second row is Chris Smith. I believe he scored a try last week, so that would have elevated his score a little bit. Is he on the uh, waiver wire radar for you at all? It's hard. It's hard for the back rows for the Bulldogs just because I just I love the defence work from Kurt Capel and Liam Martin on the Panthers. So you'd have to be pretty desperate. There's a couple other guys in the back row that we'll talk about later in the later games that probably a better option than Chris Smith, I reckon. He's played about 40 minutes each game. I'm just having a look at his stats now. About 40 minutes a game this season. He's only played two games, obviously, and he's scored, you know, 21 and 27 base stats. So I think it'd have to be a void for him this week, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%, mate. His other second rower, though, Raymond Fitala Mariner, he is on fire at the moment, isn't he? Mate, and they, I think we talked about this, you know, two, three weeks ago. They just love to use him, and they, and he seems to be their number one attacking player when they're close to the line. Um, he's hard to handle. He's got that real sort of great white shark fucking thrashing sort of style of run and blokes just drop off him left, right and center. So every game he's a chance to get a try and if he gets gets that meat pie, you're looking at 80 points from um, RFM. Let's have a look at the Penny Panthers, mate. Of course, Dylan Edwards has been rested and then two blokes from my super coach team I'm pretty filthy over. Stephen Crichton's been rested and so has Kikau. Now, Dane Laurie comes in at fullback. Tyrone May jumps in at centre. And I believe it's Kurt Capewell jumps in the second row. So if you are in a grand final this week and you happen to be a Kurt Capewell owner and you've held on all year, Jesus, it's paid dividends there. 
Yeah, well, we I think we plugged him as well a couple of weeks ago just to pick him up, put him on your bench. If it works out, it works out. And, yeah, how good because he'll get 80 minutes there. Mate, obviously the big news here is Nathan Cleary's playing. I mean, he's just got captain written across his forehead. I'm not sure if you remember, but I think he scored 160-odd in the last round of last season. So could be anything for Cleary. Fuck, could you imagine that? Having Cleary captain him, he scores 160 yeah, let's uh, let's just leave that there. I, for, for those that are listening, the bloke I'm versing in Supercoach Grand Final this week has Cleary. I've got Luai, so I'll be all over the Luai train. Let me ask you, mate. Obviously, we're having a look at those halves. We've got number 14, Matty Burton. Now, Burton, for me, you know, he could come on to replace uh, Appy Curacao, but the, the reality is in finals, if Appy gets injured, it's not going to be Burton coming in. It's going to be Kenny. So, in my opinion, I think you will see Matt Burton come on and play in the halves at some point. Who does he come on for? Do, if, if they're in front, do they take Cleary or do they take Luai? Uh, it has to be Cleary. In my mind, uh, Burton's only playing for Cleary and Appy Corusau, Um And that's to either give Appy Corusau a rest. Um, obviously, being injured, they might need to sort of cradle him a little bit coming into finals because he's one of their gun players as well. Um, and then, of course, Nathan Cleary, their number one star. Just to, They might get ahead. It might be even half-time. If they're leading by, you know, 12 points or something like 18 points, they might just say to Cleary, just give it up, and Burton play the second half. So it's going to be one of those two, and I really think it comes down to Nathan Cleary himself and whether he wants to play the full game or not. I'll tell you what, if I was Nathan Cleary, I think I'd be pushing for a full game with a Dalian medal hanging over his head. He, he, he will be after those points, won't he? That and that's the thing. That's the clincher there. If it wasn't for the Dally M's, you would say, Yeah, look, it's a big chance he won't play the eighty minutes. But because of that sort of comes into play, I would say that he'll play the game and, and Burton will, will come on for Appy Corusau. But um I'm sure you're hoping it's the other way around. Well mate, I'll tell you what, if it was Phil Gould coaching, I'm sure Nathan Cleary cops it on the chin, but I'm sure he might give Dad a call this week and say, Hey, got a medal I kinda wanna win. Do me some flavours here. Mate, either way, if you're a Nathan Cleary owner, obviously he's going to be your captain or your vice captain, and you will be fucking sweating in this game. And obviously, if Cleary does come off for Matty Burton, the big thing here is that Jerome Luai, he will take the goal kicking. So if you're a, you are a Luai owner like myself, and it does play out that way, it's just massive, isn't it? Huge. It's a massive like swing of points. Do you know what I mean? Like huge, massive. Could could be a game winning cheer. If Nathan Cleary goes off in a situation that you're in where you're you're a Luai owner and your opponent's a Cleary owner, that could seal the game. Mate, the other one that's come in we haven't spoken about yet, Tyrone May. I really like this one. I, I mean, we spoke earlier and Stephen Crichton, you know, he doesn't have the greatest pass. He can pass, but he chooses not to, which I'm sure the coach is telling him to do. But Tyrone May, he's a different sort of footballer. If you're a Mansour owner, I don't mind it. He's going to get more pill, isn't he? Huge, huge. I mean, yeah, Crichton, I'm sure he can pass the ball, and I'm sure he passes the ball all the time at training, just doesn't do it during the games, whereas Tyrone May is a half at heart. So he's going to be looking for pass first and putting blokes inside and outside um, through gaps. So I think it's massive for Josh Mansell and big chance for him to, to grab some meat in this one. Who will he be up against? He might be up against... Ball. Well, that's that's a hard matchup, but still, um, it's a better. Josh Mansell's sword's got a better matchup um, 
with Tyrone May feeding him the ball than he would with Stephen Crichton. Mate, let's move to the 5.30 game. We've got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Canberra Raiders. For the Sharkies, obviously, they've got huge dramas there in their halves. There's Sean Johnson going down last week. We've seen Wade Graham named at six, and, and I can't tell you how excited I am to see Wade play six again. I love it when he's got the ball in his hands and he's playing eyes up footy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, um, he's been off the boil this year, uh, super coach wise and sort of he's just drifted away from people's uh, forethought. But, yeah, look, I like the base that he that he has in the back row, and then obviously there's an addition to them giving him the ball on that left edge. He puts a nice kick in or a nice pass. Um, so I'm not sure where the, where the base is going to come from, but I get you. Um, he's, um, he's obviously going to take the load here with the playmaking. Mate, the other one that I like in this side that's come in is Nene McDonald. He's been in the wilderness for a while, but he's got really good base stats in him, and he knows his way to the try line. Mate, with the the wingers they're going with here with uh, Molotalo and McDonald, uh, just kick to the corners and high, and just let the boys do the work. These blokes are skyscrapers and are awesome in the air. So that's where the Sharks should be scoring their points. At the end of the day, mate, the big winner out of the Sean Johnson injury is, of course, Sifa Talakai. He gets to hold on to his edge spot. If you're a Talakai owner, this is massive. Obviously available in the center wings. You're looking at 55 points there, and that's if he doesn't come up with any attacking stats. Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? Um, and he, he will probably be running off Wade Graham, which is even better. The other man on their extended bench, Billy Magoulis, number 18. Fuck, I'd love to see him get a game at some point. Yeah, it's just... With Scott Sorensen, obviously Jack Williams and Rudolph in the side, it's just too many mouths to feed, isn't it? Mate, it's just, I I would love, I can't believe he's not playing first grade somewhere. I just, I hope next year there's a spot for him in this side. He's too good not to be playing. Let's move to the Canberra Raiders, mate. And this back line, good God, this could have been the New South Wales Cup bloody Mountie side, and I wouldn't have known any better. We've got Adam Cook. Uh, Semi on the wing, Tomoko, Smith, Harley Smith-Shields, who's a kid I've seen a little bit of. He, he's a really good little footballer. Nick Kotrick's the only normal man in this that's normally in it that gets a bait <laughs> this week. Matt Fro- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Frawley, I'm actually a big fan of Matt Frawley, to be honest with you. I really like him. Um, and Sam Williams, out of the wilderness, and, he, and he's got the C next to his name. Big slam and Sam. How good. How good's that? Mate, yeah, like... Another game with massive value to be had here, um, and I'd be getting getting on the uh, the Sharkies early to grab some value there because yeah, this team is unrecognisable. And mate, I can tell you exactly what John Morris is going to say. Of course, if the Canberra Raiders lose this game, it means they'll play the Sharks next week, so they've rested a heap of guys. If I was Johnny Morris, I'd be saying to my blokes, "Fuck." But they want you next week. They think you're the easy beats. They're not even going for a top four finish. It says a lot, doesn't it? Mate, and, and if that happens, so Sharks sharks beat Raiders, that's a great mental edge for the first game coming into the finals if you're coming in with a win over the team that you're playing against. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's psychologically, that's that's a really good um, leg up. Mate, it's really interesting by the Raiders. I mean, if they win this game and then straight after them the Eels lose, it means they could have got a top four spot. It means that if they would have 
beaten Penrith the week after. They could have had an extra week off. I'm, I'm really surprised they haven't put out a full-strength side here. Yeah, that, not even close to a full-strength. They've just Everyone's got the week off. So um, they're obviously just don't care this week. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think every for for teams that are in the bottom four of the top eight, I think every win is a must. I, you know what I mean? Like you want to come in to the finals with form and confidence. Um, and look, I'll back the Sharks in this one. Mate, I was honestly thinking that if if John Bateman was named, I thought, fuck, I'm probably going to captain him this week because I just thought they're going to be desperate to play top four footy and Bateman's going to step up. And I can't believe this team they've named. It's really shocked me. I mean... The, the one positive to come out of it, if you are on the waiver wire in your grand final this week, Hudson Young, Harawir Anara, and Saliva Havili, all really good picks this week, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Either one of them will do a job for you. I, lo- I love um, the back rowers there, Hudson Young and, and CHN. If they're available, jump all over them. The only thing you need to watch, obviously, there are a couple of guys on their extended bench who are handy footballers. you got Tapanay, you got Jackie White, and you got Elliot Whitehead. So interesting to see if any of them do come into the side, but... So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just shocked by the team that they're putting out here. Are, are we both going to take the Sharks for some good value? I think so, mate, and I'd get them early. Let's move to the last game on Saturday. You got the West Tigers up against the Parramatta Eels. For the West Tigers, Joey Lua drops out. Tommy Talao in the centres with Chris Lawrence. Benji at six in his last game for the West Tigers. Luke Brooks returns at seven. Musgrove and McKayley start in the front row. Harry Grant still at nine. Alex Twole returns at lock. Their bench, Eisenhurst, Elijah Taylor, Sean Bloor, and Michael Cheekham. What are your thoughts on the Tigers this week, mate? I've got, I think they've got every chance to win this game. Um, I've been bitterly disappointed with the Eels' efforts uh, last three games. I think they're very one-dimensional in attack. I think the loss of Dylan Brown is catastrophic, to say the least. Uh, with Jai Field going there, although he's a great footballer himself he's a run first player and it, it it has stifled their left-hand attack now the eels were the best attacking left edge in the game and they've gone from that to absolutely not even visiting um i mean mike Sivo, if you've got mike Sivo, he's just doing nothing these days um and so you've only got mitchell moses attacking down the right and he's been well off the pace so defense is just are just sliding and just cutting them down um, in their shithouse attack. So, look, I'll back the Tigers in this one. I think, you know, they're going to play eyes up footy. They're going to play a bit of razzle-dazzle stuff. And, you know, like, that's where the value is, mate. Mate, I think especially, you know, Tigers at 350. If the Raiders happen to lose their game, this game's a dead rubber for Parramatta. West Tigers will be sending off Benji Marshall. It'll be Harry Grant's last game at the club. I really like the Tigers here for value in it. It sort of brings me to my next point. If the Canberra Raiders lose their game at 5.30, I'd be watching the Parramatta Eels. They could take a few guys out in this game. I mean, they'll, they'll have two guys on their extended bench. I wouldn't be shocked to see, you know, a Nathan Brown or a Ryan Madison or a Junior Paulo be pulled from this side to have a breather. Well, you'd be stupid not to. I mean, if you were the coach and that was the case, you would. So, um, yeah, look, maybe save, um, save your dollars in the afternoon um, and maybe not multi all these games together, maybe multi the first two together um, and then um, check team list for the Eels-Tigers game. And, mate, if Eels have fucking um, dropped a couple of players, I think, yeah, she's she's all home and hose for the Tigers. I really, like $3.50, that's, that's crazy. I think that's crazy value. 
And, mate, especially with the Eels, I mean, they seem to be 1-17 to from last week, but there's one guy on this team that I would be grabbing. Obviously, people in their draft teams this week, they're going to only have one player on their bench that's going to score, and they're going to ditch one of their center wings and just take a really solid score or a ceiling score on their bench. One guy I'd be looking at to keep your spots free on the bench for is Andrew Davey. If Madison or Sean Lane or Nathan Brown gets injured, he will come in. He'll play good minutes. He scores really well. And if he doesn't end up playing, if he stays on the bench, you just drop him anyway. The old boy's got some skill in him still, doesn't he? Um, he's been playing some really good football. So, yeah, no, I 100% back that. I Yeah, I'm going to back the Tigers here and – I think Harry Grant could really put on a score there. I mean, he, he scored 71 against Melbourne last week and they bombed a try for him. So that could have been, a you know, an 83-point game if that bloody winger... Jeez, he's rocks and diamonds, isn't he? The bloke that left the Roosters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, mate. It would have ruined a few blokes' um, multis over the weekend, that's for sure. Let's move to Sunday afternoon, mate. 2 p.m. kicks off with the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Peter Hicko moves to fullback. Pompey on the wings with Herbert. Adam Kieran at centres with Hayes Perham. Uh, Nick Arima, Chanel Harris to Vita. Isaiah Papali in the front row. Katoa returns on the edge. Jeez, that's massive if he happens to be sitting on your waivers somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, mate, get him. 100% get him. Uh, Tohu Harris, second row. Jazz returns at lock. Egan Blair, Murchie, Jermaine Tanua, Brown. I'll be keeping an eye on Murchie to see if he starts. Fuck, he's had a season, hasn't he? Murchie, unbelievable. I'm just thinking this game. What a fucking shithouse game this is going to be. Yeah, like, it's not going to be pretty. You've got a team that is just clocked off, just wants to go home. Their captain's just packed up and gone, and then the Seagulls are just playing with zero confidence. I mean... He, um, they interviewed Jerbo after the game on the weekend, and he was just absolutely fucking shattered with their performances. And mate, who do you take in this one? I, mate, it really. I, I'm actually going to lean towards the Warriors, to be honest with you. I think that this season has just been such a shit fight, and they'll 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 be up to finish it on a high. I think. I think they'll. You know, the signing of AFB yesterday, that'll be another little... Sorry, the signing of AFB this afternoon, that'll be another little high for them. I think Manly, you know, they lose Tom Trevojevic. Um, I don't rate him at all, but they they lose Goz out of the second row, and I think he's been playing great the last few weeks. He's put egg all over my face. Um, Obviously, Tavita Funa, he returns to fullback. Mate, I'm not sure Funa. I watch him one week, and I think he's a reserve grader. I watch him the next week. I think he's a fucking superstar. I can't get a read on this kid whatsoever. Mate, he's a liability in my eyes. I think he's a fucking liability out there. Um, he needs to – like, obviously, he's got some great skill. Um, and if he didn't, he wouldn't be there. But he needs to go away and start learning the X's and O's of the games and just play the safe footy because he hasn't got the basics of the game right. Like, that that play on the weekend where he, he tried to put uh, Tomic Rovic through a gap, like, on, on um, the first tackle after, a you know, a 20-minute tap, I just thought – Mate, that's that's black brain explosion stuff. So, I think he's a liability. One guy that has impressed me for Manly, mate, has been Morgan Harper. Ooh. I mean, the last three weeks, ah. base stats, 32, 30, 35. Last week was the first week he didn't score a try. He set one up for Albert Hoppawade, and uh, the Titans' left winger just went all chips in and took the intercept there. So, you know, he, he was only, you know, he was a couple of inches away from having another 50, 55-point game there. Uh, mate, he, he, he is the real deal, isn't he? 
I love him, mate. He is he is one one good footballer. Like Morgan, I see you, baby. Draft next year. Oh, he's got he the in and away that he's been putting on blokes is just sexy as fuck. He is a great footballer. The other one that's a big in this sorry not a big in he was there last week but AFB still hasn't been named this week. So Paseca in the front row. I think he scored yeah. eighty five last week. Granted, he had a line break. He had a quite possibly the softest fucking try I've ever seen. But if you've got him in your side or he's on the waiver, he has to be close to the top, doesn't he? Big time. This, the big fella's got some um, massive upside on him. He loves an offload. Um, oh, to be honest, I think he offloads more than Tapao and AFB were, and that's huge because you've got some great offloaders there. And um, tackle breaks. I think I think if you're short in the front row, he is number one. Um, and if you held on to him, even better. Mate, if I was 120 kilos and 180 centimetres, I think I'd be throwing some offloads too, just quietly. Mate, he's hard to handle. Mate, the other one to watch, uh, you know, and fuck, I've mentioned him for the last five weeks, and of course I dropped him last week, and this is the week he starts. Corey Waddell in the second row for the Manly Seagulls. He's got to be at the top of your waivers, doesn't he? Uh, Yeah, so... Corey, he's going to play on the left edge, so running off Lachlan Croker. Croker seems to like his um, his edge back rowers. So, yeah, mate, that's a, that's a nice plug to, to try and get Corey Waddell. Helps also Albert Hobawade on the bench. So there's only three forwards on the bench. And, you know, with Tapao and Paseca and Jakey Tarojevic, I, I, I personally think Corey Waddell will play 80 there. What are your thoughts? I think so as well. I think... Um, I think everyone in the back row will get 80 and um, there'll just be a little bit of rotation through Martin Tapao. Martin Tapao will just play his normal minutes, you know, 50. Um, and Pasek is too big to go past 50 minutes. So, yeah, you're right, mate. There's going to be some minutes to have, have there in the uh, back row. Mate, the last game on Sundays, the St. George Illawarra Dragons against the Melbourne Storm. I'll go through the Dragons side first before I introduce you to 17 blokes from Melbourne you've never fucking heard of. Yeah. St. George Illawarra, Dufty at fullback still... Um, Max Fiega, I, 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 he debuted last week. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I didn't really see much of him, though. Aiken returns, so regardless, whoever the winger is outside Aiken, you don't touch with a 10-foot pole. He's never going to see the ball. Lomax at centre out with Cody Ramsey outside him. Ramsey's an interesting one outside Lomax. You know, it really could be anything for him. He just seems to be one of those finishers, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I had him um, as uh, any time try scorer last week, and he just sort of... Just sort of escaped me, but he's always looking likely. And Zach Lomax is just, mate, like I said, he's been one of the surprise packets um, in 2020. And um, if anyone's going to give him a, a good shot at getting over the line, you know, it's him. So, and against some guys that probably haven't played a lot of football, um, mate, Cody Ramsey could, uh, could be in for a day here. Jaden Sullivan's another guy I'm really excited to see. I've seen him play a bit of juniors, and he is electrifying. Um, he's a guy, fuck, I just wish they weren't playing Melbourne. I know Melbourne's weakened, but they're going to come in with that same attitude, same expectations. If Sullivan was playing just about anyone else in the last game of the season that was a dead rubber, I think I'd be all over him, but Melbourne just worries me. Yeah, yeah, look, I think it's it's probably going to be a bit tighter than than um, than people think. Um but you're right, Melbourne are just so clinical no matter who they put in there. It's just such a great system and the depth they have, you know, they they just seem to just come in and play the exact same role as the blokes they're replacing. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Just quietly, mate, I'm looking, the Dragons are a dollar eighty. There's not a hope in hell they would have been a dollar eighty at the start of the week before we knew about all these drops. They, they, they could have been like nines or tens at the start of the week. Oh, mate, when I looked um, a couple of days ago, 
the the dogs were playing that were paying just astronomical prices um and I, I jumped on a few so mate i'm looking for a really good um weekend from the underdogs because um i've got a lot of money riding on obviously mate the one thing in the dragon's favor i would say it's tyson frizzell's last game so i think they'll be trying to get up for him i don't know if it'll be enough but the man in the number 13, Jackson Ford, he has been sensational the last few weeks. I've got him in my team. He's obviously going to start this week with a few injuries and um, guys getting rested that I've got. But him over the last few weeks, he's gone 59, 63, 67, 50. Just, he is a sensational little footballer. Yeah, that's a nice play from you. Uh, I like I like Jacob Post and Jackson Ford. I think they're both great footballers, and both of them will put up decent scores this weekend. Even though they're up against the storm, I think they'll they'll go hard at it. Um, but yeah, it's like you say, it's 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 just hard coming up with, against the storm, no matter who they play. All right, you ready to dive into this storm side? All right, talk to me. Okay, Ryan Pappenhausen, captain and fullback. Jesus, captain. That's an early okay. C. I like that. I don't mind it. Captain okay, puppy. Now, we've got on the wings, we've got Isaac Lume Lume. We've got Shandor Earl. I don't mind Shandor Earl as a play. Paul Momorowski in the centres with Ricky Latelli. Now, I don't remember what Ricky Latelli used to score, but I know he's a strong defensive center. So, I, you know, I don't think that's a terrible play there. I still like that back line. Isaac Lume uh, Lume is a fantastic footballer. The, the two games he played, I was really impressed with. Poor Momorowski, we know what we can get from him. Like I said, Latelli's just as safe as Houses centre. And Shandor Earl's played a, a few games for the Storm, and he's done his job well. So, look, they've plugged some names in there, but like we said, doesn't matter who they plug in. The system the Storm have got is just second to none, and have a go at that. That's 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 going to be hard to handle, that, that back line. Mate, the other one that I'd be looking at, obviously you just mentioned him, Paul Momorowski. I'm looking at this side. I would assume he takes the goal kicking too, so that's something to consider when you're wavering. Yeah, um, in the forwards, mate, Brandon Smith. Fuck. Can you imagine having the best player ever at hooker? You rest him, and then you've got the best hooker in rugby league right now who'll likely get the Daly M Hooker of the Year that you've lent to another team, and then you bring in Brandon Smith, another top five hooker in the NRL. They're just fucked, aren't they? Just fucking ridiculous. And this is why you hate the Storm. They're just too good. Too fucking good. Mate, they've got two really good second rowers there that I believe both of them are available at centre wing. You've got Tommy Eisenhuth and Chris Lewis. Now, I would be tipping Eisenhuth plays the full game. Chris Lewis, I'm not as confident with. I believe he is available at centre. No, he's not. He's only second row forward. Okay, so Tom Eisenhuth is your pick there by that's a country mile, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. Um, he'll get 50 points in his sleep, and that's that's fantastic in your CTW. Is he your uh, top waiver pick this week? Yeah, he's up there with Paseca for sure. It's it's out of those two, Tom Eisenhuth and Paseca. The other one I'm keeping an eye on there is Nico Hines on the bench, number 14. I wouldn't be surprised to see him possibly start somewhere, but I guess he's he's trying to give all these guys minutes, isn't he? Yeah, big time. Another one, Kamikamika, um, oh, yeah. he's obviously going to be the big guy there in the front row, and we know how the Storm love to attack through the middle when they're in the red zone. So Brandon Smith, you know, obviously... The hookers are all going to be training the same and and running the same plays that the Storm are putting through, and they just love the short ball at a dummy half right next to the line and have these big fellas just crash over. So, mate, Kamikamika will be one of my any Tom try scorers this weekend for sure. Who do you take in this game? A dollar eighty, two dollars for Melbourne. What are you? Who who are you on? I think I've still got to take the Storm. I know the values in the Dragons, but I just look at this side. 
and I just think they're still a fantastic fucking side, isn't it? Mate, I'm just looking at the outs for them. Branko, Lee, Smith, Munster, Kafusi, Hughes, Bromwich, Adokar, Olam, Bromwich, Sof- uh, Nelson, Asafa, Solomona, Vunavalu, and Big Tino. Jesus Christ. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. And then just look at their team and go, yeah, it's a pretty good team. Mate, just, that's, that's 12, you know, rep standard footballers that are out. If you if you were to give me those 12 and another five planks of wood, I, you know, I could build a team that could make the finals, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, well, what, what I'm hoping is... So, have you got the odds there? What's the Dragons are $1.80. $1.80. So make... Melbourne $2. Yeah, I'm taking Storm. Well that's, well, that's the value, isn't it? Oh, for sure, mate. Let me ask you, who are your captain choices this week? We've got Payne Haas, who plays early off a break. I mean, there's going to be 80 points there. I, you know, th- this year, I think Payne Haas, he's averaging like 75 or something, and I don't think he's scored a try yet this season. Sorry, he's averaging 77, and he hasn't scored a try this year. Surely he's fucking due, isn't he? Yeah, look, he's he's obviously 80-plus is what he's going to get, um, so he's safe as houses. Even, you know, I mean, you're not going to do it, but you could captain him outright and not be stressed about it. Um, the number one would be either Callum Ponga or Teddy. Um Callum Ponga for a vice captain. If you if you set your team up and you've got a solid captain, you know, sixty to eighty points later on in the weekend, that's perfect. Ponga against the Titans, that could be another, you know, hundred and thirty point performance. So if you've got Ponga, you're fucking laughing. Yeah, fuck it's such it's such a gamble week for, as far as captains and VCs goes because you know it's it's blokes. It's the last game they're going to play footy for six months. They're all going to be up for it. They're all going to be ready to rip in. And these teams that are out of contention, it worries me. You know, you know the the coach will say fuck, take some risks. Let's see what happens. And these games they can just turn on their head in an instant, can't they? Hundred percent. It's it's dangerous footy at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like. When you're when teams are out there, the pressure's off, and they're just having fun with their footy, like the Titans have been. It's that's when that's when teams really start to play well, and um, things just start to click. You know, they're not worried about every pass they make or every kick they make. You know, there's just fucking no pressure, and it's actually really an entertaining football to watch. Natty, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I um, obviously teamless Tuesday will stop this week. We'll have finals next week of the NRL. You're still going to come on for a yarn each week. 100%, brother. I'll be here. Mate, I appreciate all your time this year. It's been sensational. Can't wait to leave the Supercoach realm and jump into some proper footy with you next week. 100%, mate. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, I've uh, got a trophy under my arms next week oh, to show mate. you. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm jelly. I'm very jelly. Yeah, if I cancel the podcast next week, you know why, yeah? Yeah, well, in saying that, Wooker is in the grand final oh, fuck in yes. our league. Fuck so yes. if you never if you never hear from me again, it's because he's won. I've deleted the Supercoach app and I've just literally um, cancelled life. Is he carrying on or what? No, that scares me even more. It means he's confident. <laughs> oh fuck! I hope he wins. I don't want to hear about it. You know, jumping on the fucking podcast next year if he's champion. Oh, I don't want to know about it. Back down to VC where you belong. Mate, Mate I'll see I'm, you next I'm week. Feeding the, the bloke he's playing, I'm feeding him all the information. I'm going, yeah, this bloke's out. You need to swap <laughs> in with him. This bloke's doing this. Oh, I'm doing everything man. I can. Don't worry. Have a good weekend, brother. I'll talk to you next week. All right, champion. See you, man. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 